This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks, show number 184, which is really hard to believe, recorded on September 11th, 2014. Here at Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all your favorite tech gadgets and find news, reviews, product updates, and information, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios here in Bellevue, Nebraska. And getting a chilly, I got the sweatshirt on tonight, so it's chilly Bellevue, Nebraska. And we post the show with world-class show notes each week, although I get shorts on, I'll just be honest with you, out at TheAverageGuy.tv. If you have questions, comments, or contributions, you can contact the show. Send me an email, uh, Jim under, uh, no, it's just Jim at TheAverageGuy.tv. Uh, find me on Twitter at Jay Collison. And now jo- uh, call in those questions, 402. You should write this down unless you're driving. 402-478-8450. Give us a call. Crank it. Leave us something funny. That's really what I'd like, to be honest with you. I'm I'm done trying to get actual questions from you guys because you're just not doing it. So crank call me. Send me a joke. Make it funny. If it's really funny, good funny tech something, we'll play it live on the show, and you can be famous. And so, again, 402-478-8450. We'll play it right here on the program. And now Home Gadget Geeks is a part of the new and improved Geeks Network. If you haven't been out there in a while, you should check it out. I know I complained about it for a while, but uh, go out to thegeeksnetwork.com. Dave and I have been doing updates. More Dave than me, but I did get it fixed. All the links work now. And uh, and so an, even a new podcast has been added, thegeeksnetwork.com. Join us in chat, watch and listen live on YouTube and on Spreaker, and find all the navigation you'll ever need out at theaverageguy.tv. All right, we have a cool show. We've been setting this up for the last, oh, I don't know, four or five weeks, it seems like. And uh, excited to talk about some some copters. I put drones in copters. I'll, I'll admit, drones was just a link bait. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk some copters. And across from me and a guy I haven't, I, we haven't really even seen you, I think, since the meetup. We've talked back and forth, but have we done much? Keith Lunsford. Keith, how are you? No, I don't think so. I'm great. How are you doing, Jim? I am doing very well. Uh, tell me, let's just catch up with you a smidge. What's sure. been keeping you busy? You're in the Colorado area, but what's been keeping you busy? Yeah, I'm in, uh, I'm in Denver. Um, I've been working a lot. I, uh, I sell uh, commercial door products. Uh, I spend a lot of time with architects and such in uh, construction is probably one of the few people that uh, I don't know that I, I know you communicate with that aren't in tech. Um, it's a it's a big hobby, but uh, it's it's a big passion, but definitely not what not what I do for a living. Uh, my industry is so backwards compared to the the tech industry. Yeah, but you know this is you're the, you're you're my target audience, right? Is that right. you're the guy that's you're a tech enthusiast. Uh, you might your your other job. I think of like a Tim right. Black. Your other job is. He works at a grocery store, and uh, and you're right. you know you do that, but that's what makes this good. That's what I love about this community is just a bunch of guys. We just want to talk tech, so it's good to have you on. Exactly, I appreciate it. It's uh, pretty crappy weather here too. It's been raining for days. Uh, we did ha- we, we we had 94 degrees um, Thursday, and that's probably the last 90s we'll see until June. So it's and maybe uh, some snow crazy. in the higher elevations, right? Uh, there was there, snow on Vail Pass a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, I've wait. I've got a golf tournament tomorrow. I think we're teeing off at seven, and it's going to be thirty degrees. Yeah, and like you guys should have a sign. You should have a, at the state line that says "No natural disasters in," <laughs> and then it's like a number of days. That, yeah, exactly. That, that turn on you. It seems like Colorado has just gotten slammed. 
Yeah, it's been crazy. We had uh, all those floods, which uh, uh, just happened a year ago, a couple days, a couple days ago. So, yeah, it's the anniversary of those floods. Is that what it was? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that was. Uh, there, there's still some towns that are trying to heal from it, but the, oh, everyone, man. everyone's pretty much recovered. Yeah, we made it to uh, we made it up to Colorado Springs this summer, and my brother lives up in Black Forest, and of course yeah. that burned down last summer. Yeah. And his house was miraculously spared somehow, and. Uh, as we were driving up the hill into Black Hills, I was like, oh, this isn't too bad. You know, we were seeing you know, just a few trees charred and stuff, and then we really got back in there. And it's just, I mean, they have gutted it. And, uh, yeah. man, it's a little depressing to pull up to a plot, and all that's left is the chimney. Right, exactly. All that's left, one, one little piece of brick or something, yeah. and a little yeah. foundation. No, kind of crazy. So it's it's been uh, it was an interesting <clears throat> summer to go back, but we're glad you're safe and sound. Yeah. And, uh but- I will remind folks, uh, just real quick, before we get started, Meetup is coming I mean, just in a couple weeks. Although by the time you're hearing this, if you're listening to the recorded version, I'm probably already on my way there. So <laughs> September 20th out in Indianapolis, and the links are out, uh, out in the show notes if you want to check that out. If you haven't done it by now, we've got about 35 that have signed up, and we're looking forward okay. to having just a few more. And that's okay. We're about, you know, we were about 50 last year, and uh, we, we, um, it'll, it was about the max number we could actually get in that room. Probably, probably too many. We may have busted a couple fire codes. <laughs> well, we definitely got the fire department <laughs> called on us uh, while we were there you know, for the smoke machine. But uh, no yeah. smoke machine this year, and Jim's the DJ, so I'm bringing nice. all the sound equipment out and responsible for all that and the music. And uh, so we're putting that on. If you haven't signed up for it, you can check that out. And then one thing I'll put up in the beginning of the show, if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, it's actually gone over really well. I've had 30 or 35 of you guys sign up for that so far. And uh, just go out to theaverageguy.tv, look in the right-hand toolbar, and it'll say sign up for tag newsletter. That's a monthly newsletter that I'm going to put out that just has some miscellaneous information from me. Amazingly enough, a lot of the guys don't get involved in social media. And it, it makes sense to me. I get it. And, I, and it's been amazing, Keith, as I've asked for feedback from folks. Mm-hmm. And they've I've had two now, maybe three, say, thank you for doing this newsletter. I didn't want to do social media, and that's your—that's the, really the only way to get a hold of you for the most part, right. and so we're—or that we hear from you besides the podcast. So, I, you know, I was surprised. I held off on doing a newsletter for a long time. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's archaic. Nobody, nobody marketing. Really want, yeah, nobody really yeah. wants it. Yeah. Well, what I found out is there's a segment here that really does. So, if you want to hear from me once a month, all the links, all that stuff that uh, that we talk about on the show, sign up. Go out to theaverageguy.tv, find the newsletter link, put your email address in there. I won't spam you. One time a month is all I'm gonna send stuff to you, and even once some months I may forget. So nice. you won't you won't get any more than that. Uh, that's available and go sign up out there. All right. Nice. And one thing I like about the mailing list is I don't, I don't always get around to getting back to the website to check the show notes because there's always links I want to check. But when they come to me, you know, I can either read the email or not, but it's really nice to have those show notes and some of those links come right to you. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm hoping is that you can, and then I've got some reference links in there as well that will help you if you're like, hmm, where was that thing that he was talking about? And uh, and so that uh, that's available for you. So yeah. if you want to go out and, and check that out. And, of course, we say um, thanks for using the Amazon affiliate link. And uh, <laughs> and that's going gangbusters. We started one for Canada. Uh, let me just remind you, the U.S. one only works in the U.S. The, can- the Canadian one only works in Canada. So if you go out to theaverageguy.tv and look at any of the posts, and it's really easy to remember, it's just theaverageguy.tv slash Amazon. 
for the U.S. or Amazon CA for Canada. The any proceeds from this the Canada link will go to John Zadler. To, we're gonna John's gonna buy equipment to test it. You know John, he will he'll tear <laughs> stuff up, right? We're gonna yeah. get great reviews from John. So. Yeah. If you want to support Zadler in Canada, he's uh, we, we've set up an affiliate link for him. And if you are a Canadian purchaser, you might as well use it anyways because it doesn't do me any good. If you've been using it, I don't get credit for anything you buy in Canada. They don't; those um, affiliate links do not work across countries. And so, use the the uh, the Canada code and uh, benefit the average guy. You guys have done a great job of funding the Tech Scholarship Fund, and so I appreciate that. We've been able to buy some equipment for guys. I've also used it to buy some sound equipment. Uh, Christian and now Ashton on Cyber Frontiers are doing a great job. They're on a weekly or on a biweekly schedule now, every other week. And uh, Ashton didn't have the right equipment, and I was able to use the Tech Scholarship Fund to get him an uh, inexpensive arm. You know, Keith, do you have an, do you have yours on an arm, or is it sitting on the table? It's on an arm. Yeah, I've and got which, it. On. Which one did you get? You know, it's a uh, kind of a cheesy one. Looks like a little lamp, um, and uh, it, it was about twenty-eight bucks or so. Kind of clamps okay. to the side of the table, and then I, you know, I got the the shock mount for it as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I bought the ninety-nine dollar road one, right? That's, That's really kind nice. of the Cadillac of it, right? Yeah. And, but you don't have to have that one. We shipped a twenty-five dollar one, like yours, I think, to probably. Ashton. That um, in, to have him review it, so we'll put some links in there just to see how good that was. That one is. Maybe you can send me the link for your arm that you have sure. there, so we can compare them. And then uh, Schoonover said, "Hey, I found an even cheaper one for fifteen bucks. Same company oh. for fifteen bucks." And he's gonna he bought that and is gonna try that. So we'll Very have cool. a whole bunch of different options if you want to take your microphone, you know, and put it on an arm like this and and do that. You can, uh, we'll have some reviews out there. And that's what the Tech Scholarship Fund is for. And that's what, when you guys purchase through the Amazon affiliate link, that's the way it works. So. Yeah, I, I bought a shock mount. I'd, I'd give you the model number, but it unfortunately doesn't fit the ATR2100. So I've got a, an ace bandage wrapped around my mic to hold it in the shop mount. Nice. <laughs> that is rigging it. I like it. Well, there's, uh, if you go out to theaverageguy.tv slash gear, um, I have a my studio. I think it's called an MY three twenty five. That's okay. Like twelve bucks. <laughs> it's the one I'm using right here. Right. It's not worth twelve bucks, but it's a good. I mean, it's worth like three. That's that's what it costs to make this thing. But it's it's a great little, and it fits the ATR twenty one hundred. If you're going to do it this way, so yeah, it looks great. These are yeah, they're, they're nice and easy, and it works out really really well. So it's the MY three twenty five. I think. Out nice. there at theaverageguy.tv slash gear. All right, enough selling Amazon crap. <laughs> Although, that's what we do here. So if you're interested in buying that kind of stuff, I'm getting more and more people asking me about podcast stuff. And so I created a gear page that's kind of got everything, including the lighting that we have up and stuff like that. So if you want to go out and take a peek. All right, everybody came tonight to hear about copters. So, <laughs> Keith, let me, let me ask you this. Let's start sure. in this discussion. John Nye is going to join us as soon as he can. You bet. What what Got you going on this, right? Because it's it, this is an expensive little hobby you got going on here with um, these copters, right? What you got you started? Uh, you know, I've been uh, running an RC cars and stuff for years. I actually had, geez, I was 14, 15 years old with a newspaper route, and uh, I had a $600 gas-powered helicopter that uh, um, didn't last more than a week. I, I totally destroyed it. They were mm -hmm. so, compl so complicated to operate, and... Uh, so I went back with the cars. When you when you wreck them, at least they don't fall to the ground. It's uh, right. a lot simpler. Uh, I had some gas-powered cars and such. That's always been fun. And uh, then I went with the little mall helicopters you see flying around. 
Um, they've got gyroscopes built in them. You can fly them in the house, but uh, they don't go outdoors at all. You know that they only weigh a few ounces, and it just it just never went well. Um, my seven year old and I crashed a lot of those hundred dollar helicopters. Mm. Uh, I've got a, a seven year old son. He's in second grade, so I always give him the controls for a second or two, and it's hasn't always gone well. Never ends well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And uh, I've been thinking about getting a drone or a, a quadcopter um, for quite a while. And I actually heard uh, on the podcast, um, Naya was talking about he wanted the hexcopter. And mm-hmm. uh, a day later, I ordered it. Just right after hearing the podcast, I ordered wow. it. Yeah. And that's, and that's, is this the one, what's the model on that? Is this the that's 550? An, it's an AeroSky 550. Okay. That's it so, right there. Hold on. Let me, let me lock the camera on. On whoop, there we go. Okay, keep keep it there. So, it. so that's the quad. Get, talk a little bit about it. So it's uh, it's about two feet across. Uh, it's got six individual motors. Um, they're all low voltage motors. Um, you can kind of see the front. There's uh, you know two orange or red arms here with the orange props. So theoretically, you can find the front when it's flying. Um, that's easier said than done. Um, but you can kind of you can kind of find the front. Um, Inside, I don't have a gear cam, but inside there's a circuit board here that actually um, is a, a Arduino board. Okay. Um, and on that board, uh, there's a, it, it's got an amazing amount of uh, technology. There's a, there's a gyroscope that functions. There's a barometer, so you can tell the, uh, alt, it, it knows the altitude. Um, obviously a compass and uh, uh, lots of controls to operate these six speed controllers. Um, so there, there's really a lot going on in a little tiny board. So um, I've got a – here's another one. This is actually uh, a long story, but this is actually the size of the, the brain that's inside it. I see John's on. Yes. John Hello. is on. Hey, John, how are you? Hey. You may have me for the rest of the time or for five minutes. You never know. I've got <laughs> well, down for the hey. moment. We'll take you. Yeah, we know kids. We'll take you for as long as we can. We can. We can have you on there. And, Absolutely. Uh, and we'll kind of go I from see there. You got the AeroSky, the six one. The, I did. I, I bought the five fifty. It's the one you mentioned it. Yeah. And it's a great uh, one. that's the one you said you you were thinking about getting. And uh, the next day I bought it. I've been drooling over it, but I've still got the four, which is currently broken. I still haven't fixed oh, it. No. Well, the weather's been ugly and kids and you know all that fun stuff. But, do you have right. the AeroSky too, John? I ha- yes, I do. I have the the quad one. You yep. have the AeroSky quad. So what's the model number on that? Um the I believe 150? I now think I need that's to... right. That okay, sounds let me right. Look. I'm just Not looking either. these up so that oh, I can throw examples of them into And the, of course they have it on Amazon. That's right. The chat. right. Yeah, let me And I think I'm the Radio the Fly was less than 300 bucks. So that's not bad. Ready to yeah. fly means like you, you pull it, it out everything. of the box, you've got it, you're all set. Yeah, more like H100, that's the model. Okay. H100. H100, oh, okay, I put the 150 in there. Let me put that right the, now. And the ready to fly H150. So it's really not bad. But okay. of course, once you buy it, then you end up buying a bunch of other stuff for it. And like what? What else do you have to buy? Well, I bought extra batteries. Right. That was the first thing I bought. And those weren't too bad. And then I bought. Let's see, I bought a different controller, control board for it, which I still haven't put in. That's going to be part of my new repair. But I've been messing with it. I got the uh, multi-Wii, and it came with the GPS and all that fun stuff. But uh, I've been learning Arduino. 
so I can get it to work. Right. <laughs> Which is the first step. <laughs> Which actually, the one in the AeroSky is an Arduino as well. So if you plug it into your computer, you still need the, the Arduino software, which is, of course, free. And then you can plug all that into there, and and you can modify it and make it do... You can change it, because the way it's set up out of the box is in super beginner mode, which does not mean it's super easy to fly <laughs> by any means, but it is in quote-unquote super beginner mode, and you can make it by adjusting the settings. You can actually make it uh, do flips and stuff. You can make it really, but I adjusted the settings, and that's why I crashed it. So yeah. nicely done, yeah. Keith. Let's talk about your unboxing and flying experience. Oh, jeez. So, um, now, was this the original <laughs> one that you bought, or did you did you send the other one? Because it was like the instructions were weird. And... Oh, this no, this is the same one. Okay. Um, it uh, man, it was it was painful. I, mm -hmm. And John, I think you missed it. I, I used to fly. I've I've done RC cars forever. Um, had a had a chopper years ago that didn't go well, but you know <laughs> that was that was twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, and I've been able to fly the little, you know, the little indoor helicopters. Um, I I do great with great with those, so I knew I could handle this. So I uh, I unboxed it, plugged it in, just like everybody says you have to do. The instructions are an absolute disaster. Yeah, they were bad on the floor too. On and, the quad. In, in fact, they tell you how to set your settings on your radio, and they're wrong. Um, mm -hmm. If you do it like the radio says, you're going to flip it over as soon as you hit the throttle. <laughs> Um, so I did a bunch of research on YouTube and, and Googling it. Um, there's a lot of information, but it all seems like it's missing something. Uh, mm -hmm. Everything you find online is, is, is painful. So I, I hooked it up. I plugged it into my computer, like they said, um, programmed it with, with Multi-Wii, which seemed to go pretty well. Uh, and I took it, up, took it outside, hit the throttle, flipped it upside down, and broke three props off of it. <laughs> Um, replaced the props, uh, got it going again, took it off real gently, and it went uh, it went crazy. It went about three feet up, and then it jumped to ten, turned over, and broke a motor and an arm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, I, so, Keith, I mean, it's, it's going, so it takes up off the ground. You That's right. You up in the air. It just That's flips right. over on its own, boom, yeah. right to the ground. Exactly. Okay. Uh, or or it uh, or it goes up and does a ninety, and flies into a tree, or uh, or why whatever is happens. To it, why is it not stable out of the box? I mean, what's the? It, it's supposed to be. I, I assumed I was programming it wrong. I went through mm -hmm. troubleshooting. I mean, hours and hours of YouTube and and <laughs> just no information I could find anywhere. And there's there's some forums. Um, you know, you go on this forum, you ask the question, and, you know, it's the Steve Jobs response. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, to be honest with you, I, I, I was ready to send it back, um, and then I figured out that I'd waited too long and I couldn't return it on Amazon. Oh. So I'm stuck with it. Um, yeah. I actually, I, I'm not, not going to bring up his name now, but I did find a guy in one of the forums that everybody said is the best. And uh, I, I basically harassed him for a while. Okay. And, he, and he finally got back with these, you know, same thing. He says, you're doing it wrong. Um, I kept, like, three or four more days of just harassing him on the forums. I finally got his email address. We emailed back and forth a couple times. And um, I finally got him to call me. So we got, we got on our computers together. I plugged the computer into the, to the, to the hexcopter. You can plug them right in. There's, there's some great software. And uh, through Team Viewer, um, we're doing a bunch of work, 
and he's finally like, something's not right. This controller's not working right. Um, you know, after a month of yeah, and wrecking it. wrecking this thing, um, the guy actually uh, uh, kind of took me under his wing. He shipped me his flight controller. Never even met me. Just just cell phone and uh, you know a couple texts back and forth. He he shipped me a, a new controller. Uh, we plugged it in. And, um, I took it outside and it crashed. <laughs> um, yeah, go figure. He had programmed everything for me, set it up for my copter. Um, came back in, found out one parameter was wrong, and uh, I took it outside and I haven't wrecked it since. Uh, I've got, you know, 30, 40 hours. Uh, I haven't wrecked, been able to wreck this thing. So you got me beat. I, I did about 15 before I broke it. So I, I truly had a defective controller that that just you know that that was the end of it and and tech support is just a disaster on these things. Oh yeah, no tech support now. The company that's selling them, not AeroSky, but I I don't remember off the top of my head, but the company it's not actually Amazon. They supposedly are decent if you call them, but right. I've never attempted that. I, I I did talk to somebody um, and. He said, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, emailed me the, he emailed me all the, uh, the current software. I uploaded it all, and it was exactly what I already had. Mm-hmm. And uh, so e- even their tech support was bad. So uh, it's, yeah. So, Keith, where are you? So where, what's the status right now as of uh, today? Where are you it, at with it? It flies awesome. Um, okay. I, can, I can take it up. Um, It'll fly perfectly level, 12 feet in the air, not move for 15 minutes until the battery's low, and and then we land it. It's I, I can do anything I want with it. I, you get some kind of notice on your controller when the battery's going low, so you can land. Not it. on the controller. Um, you guys stall for a second. I'm gonna see if I can find the the chip here. Yeah, those things. And there's a little. Uh, there's a couple options you can do as far as knowing about your battery. You can actually get a notice on your controller, or if you have the little Bluetooth, you could get a notice on your phone, which is relatively cheap to buy, or you can buy the thing that I bet he's going to show us, which is a little chip that makes an incredibly piercingly loud noise, so you can hear it. Exactly. It's this this little tiny chip. It's only about four bucks, Mm -hmm. Um, and you see the, the little tiny screen on it, and then the the two round things are both speakers basically, so you can hear it from uh, a few hundred feet away, mm-hmm. and it'll it'll tell you the voltage on the batteries. But when it gets to a, a predetermined location, it'll just start screaming at you. So it's, it's loud. It's, yeah, it's like an alarm loud. Yeah. Yeah, it it hurts to go up and unplug it finally. How much battery do you have when that thing starts going off then? Um, with it at the factory setting, I've got three or four minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I probably get. 15 minutes of flight time out of it right now, so it's it's usually enough notice. Um, you don't have much time to do anything but bring it back to you, but uh, mm-hmm. you know it's that's it's nice. Is there a return button? You can just say return to the this location, and it'll just come right back to you. Uh, that's an option. I don't have GPS on it yet, okay. so John John's yeah, probably played with that more than I have. It's cool. Yeah, you can do that where you can have it return to home. On uh, things along those lines, but I have not successfully gotten that working right. Oh no! <laughs> I messed with it for I don't know, like a week, because I had a week off of school, and so I messed with it each night, and now I'm back in school, so it's kind of been sitting in the on the side. Yeah, Plus, the weather is not cooperating right now. Yeah, you know, where do you live? I'm where in Omaha. Live, John? Okay, in Omaha. Yeah. Oh, that's right. 
tons I, of rain, ugly weather the last like two weeks, and it's cold yeah. now. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm in Denver, so oh, not, not much better. No, aren't you getting snow tonight? We we might. I've actually got a golf tournament uh, tomorrow morning, so that's going to be. Uh, I think it's supposed to be uh, 30 degrees when we tee off. Nice. My <laughs> boss is in Denver, and I'm trying to convince them into transferring me over there. So nice. I, I want to go there. That's the goal. But so that's where my boss. Let's talk a little bit about the difference between the. You have the 550, Keith. You've got mm -hmm. the 100. The 100, John, yep. 100, right, John. And there is a 110 or a 150 that I think comes with the GPS. Okay. And so, uh, so, John, with yours, a 4 instead of 6. And then from a component standpoint, uh, the, because it's a, a higher model and 6, you know, with Keith, he's got 6. Does it come with more, I assume, more motors and, and some exactly. of those kinds of things? But are there additional features? What else can you plug into that thing and add to it? <laughs> Go ahead, John. John. Oh, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. It's actually with the with the sta the standard uh, motor or not motor brain that comes with it, the flight controller. You can actually upgrade it f a few echelons. It's got it's got a plug for a GPS. It has I think eight channels technically, but it comes with five in use I believe. That's right. And you can update it though, so you could buy a better controller, and then you could do more things. Because when you add more channels, then you could do things like stability, um, the return home, uh, the battery. You can have it track the battery on your if you have a better controller. Um, and then of course it comes with more uh, of the ESCs, which are not cheap. Those are like forty bucks a piece. And what are those? Those are the um, electronic speed controllers. Okay. That is what runs the motors because the motors are brushless. So a brushless motor has no control whereas a brushed motor has control but is much slower and wears out quicker. So these basically tell the motor how many revolutions per minute, etc. And they help keep things stable. So you got two more of those plus two more motors which are about between 20 and 50 bucks a piece. Yeah. And then the props are nothing. I think I have like five <laughs> sets of extra props because... Yeah, me I too now. Yeah. <laughs> and then also even like the arms, the cool thing is that once you actually have the kit, all the little bits are not very expensive, at least not on their own, but that's where you end up spending money. Because you can buy a battery for 20 bucks, a decent one. You can buy uh, the multi-Wii controller, which is way better for, I think I spent 50 and I got, or no, it was 80, but I got everything with it, including the Bluetooth and the GPS, all that stuff. Nice. Uh, so, you know, you've got options. Let me, so let, me, let me throw a, a picture up on screen there. Um, I'm assuming, does this look oh, it like... It does have a smaller... Uh, yep, that's exactly right. And the so you can see the uh, uh, flight controller is smaller than the one he showed. So it, it probably has less functionality than the other one does. Okay, so walk me through the parts here. This Is this the this piece down here? Yep, that's, uh, that's the flight controller. That's no, the flight... That's the receiver radio. Oh, you're right. <laughs> that is the receiver radio. Yeah, the flight controller's in the middle. Good call. And it's buried. Yeah. It, the flight controller is what you you held up, Keith, right? That, That's that right. box, the one that you held up? Okay. Exactly. Typically, it's just a chip, but this happens to be the new flight controller that they put in a box, which makes it harder to figure out which one you own. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and which one's broken and which one's not, right? Yeah. And there's actually, I think, a handful of different flight controllers that they've used. Whatever one, they kind of get cheaper. I think they work like Dell in that they just put whatever parts they could find the cheapest that day. 
So you might have three of the same model with completely different parts. Yeah, and that was really painful because, you know, people ask me which controller I have. I, it's like, I have no idea. The, inst <laughs> the instructions were incorrect. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, everybody's got their own opinion on, on which one it is when you show them a picture of it. So it's that, that even, even that was just frustrating. John, I think I finally determined that mine was the KK copter okay. in mine, but God only knows who the yeah. person about one right after me might have got to multi-Wii. You know. yeah. so this sounds like the Wild West, right, where nobody really it knows is. what's going on kind of deal? Yeah. Well, uh, and this particular company is kind of, you know, what they're making is a clone of a, um, trying to get the brand, you probably know it. I can't I mean, help you. Oh, okay, they're, they're a clone of it's going to hit me in a minute, of the most popular brand, the ones that make the uh, the drones that are like $2,000. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to hit me in a second. I can't think of the name. It's driving yeah. me nuts. But anyways, they they uh, have basically copied it. So they the arms are not as good of plastic, and <laughs> the mo motors are a little cheaper. The ESCs are actually about the same. And those are Actually, the ESCs it comes with are really good. Surprisingly, they're expensive ones, but all the other stuff is just whatever they could find the cheapest. Yeah. Uh, John, your base model, I assume, was, was how much? Two forty nine. Uh, Two thirty nine, I think. Two thirty nine. And mm -hmm. and Keith, how much for the the hex? So I I bought mine. Um, I can't remember how much it is. Almost ready to fly, but it was it was three eighty nine with the the low end radio. Mm -hmm. um, that. Okay. So with that, I had to buy. Um, the only two things I had to buy for it was, well, yeah, I had to buy a, uh, uh, you know, eight AA batteries for the radio, and then I had to buy a charger for the battery. It comes with a uh, LiPo battery, um, lithium polymer. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't come with a charger, and I spent about 45 bucks on the charger. Oh, see, I found a charger for 10 bucks. Nice, yeah, I bet there's some deals out there. Um, I, went to, I found some site that you can buy stuff cheaply, but there's a catch. You ha it actually has, they have warehouses like one here and one in like Russia and one in like China and one in like Germany. And you can go to the site and you'll find, oh great, I found this stuff for like 10 bucks. And then you go to check out and it's like $100 in shipping because you found it in the Russian one or wherever. Yeah. So you have to, you can actually, I can't remember the site, but there's, there's dozens of them and ways to get this stuff for cheaper if you want to spend the time looking. Right, and I didn't have the patience. I'm uh, I'm an Amazon addict, and yeah. uh, I do most of my shopping on Wednesday night mm -hmm. for the weekend. Get so. it by Friday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm the same. I get Amazon Prime, and I buy all my stuff in the yeah, middle of the yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I've been I've been good to uh, uh, Jim's account. I think. Well, to the the tech scholarship fund. I mean, the tech scholarship fund. Yes, exactly. Yes. Let's 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 be. So, Keith, this is in a way. Of course, the tech scholarship fund appreciates that. Um, what? Uh, so, we're looking at your. I, this is, the, I think, your version here. So that's this right. Is the this is the hex that's here. That's right. The red is supposed to be front. Is that, that right? That's the principle. So you can tell which direction's the front. Um, okay. And it's it's funny actually when you fly it. You know, I I always you know I I set it down like in my yard, pointing west. Um, I, I'm facing the copter; it's to the west of me, and I point the arms facing west of me. Um, but even if it spins around, um, when I push the the lever forward, um, it always goes west, no matter which direction hmm. the helicopter's facing. So it's 
That's I, nice. Mine does not do that. Mine will go whichever direction that the arms are pointing. Yeah, um, I think there's a. It's an easy setting or something. I'm not sure exactly what did that, that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it. The, so the compass recalibrates for it. So it, it's yeah. really cool. And that's the advantage to that uh, multi Wii that I got because you can do that with that one. Sure. And I'm sure I could with the KK, but I haven't tried. Right. Because I had it was working, so I was really leery to mess with it. Because sure. I read so many horror stories about you change oh. one sitting and it never flies again. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to mess with it until I break it. And then I actually had a flyaway is what happened. And the flyaway oh. is I had it pretty high in the air. I was kind of showing off because I was out with my in-laws. And I had it a good three, 400 feet up and was flying it around and circled it above my mother-in-law's head. And it worked great. Right. And then I like went to turn. And when you turn, you know, it, it'll tilt like this. Right. And it just didn't respond anymore. So it went like this and just took off. Fortunately, I was at a hilly park, so it finally came down at the top of the hill where I saw it come down. Yeah. I had to dig through, you know, three-foot weeds or, you know, what do they call wild grass to get to get to it and, you know, all the spiders and everything that was out there. But we found it, fortunately, cool. and one of the arms was broken. Nice. So. That's Yeah, that's that beats buying a new one for sure. Yeah. Yeah, the arms are. I, I literally I ordered an entire new kit, like with four arms and the circuits and everything for I think twenty bucks. Yeah, I, so I, I think I. Backups. Yeah, props. Uh, I think the arms were four or five bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a hard time keeping track of those castle nuts, and they're definitely not worth five bucks a piece. That's been, I know those are really <laughs> overpriced. But so I've read razors? You can go to Home Depot. Well, I guess not Home Depot right now. Go to right. Lowe's or something. Yeah, you can pay cash. Those. Yeah, pay cash. But you can buy those, and 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 it's not those same castle nuts. But as long as you get a a lock washer with it, apparently okay. those actually work better. Yeah, or if you I, use Loctite, they work good. I have. I just bought like ten of those castle nuts for five bucks a piece. Right. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the. There's the nut. Those yeah. are those are five dollars a piece. Mm, and I, that's a robbery. I, I assume they're metric. Um, the one thing interesting about these helicopters, the way they fly, is the props alternate directions. So every other prop is going clockwise. Every other one's going counterclockwise. Mm-hmm. Um, so by nature, half of them are loosening every time something happens. Mm-hmm. So you've really got to stay on them and keep them tight. And um, I was going to use Loctite, but I was breaking so many props, I didn't want to. I didn't want to Loctite them oh, on because yeah. then I I damage the motors replacing my props. It's the Phantoms that I'm thinking of. The Phantom Two. There you go. That's right. Um, those ones, which are made by DJI, and they also make one that's uh, like identical to both the Quad and the Hex that we have. That's okay. a different model. That was kind of the early ones. But those ones now on the Phantoms, they've gotten to the point where they got smart and made reversed nuts or reversed bolts. So the counterclockwise ones and the clockwise ones are both actually tightening as they fly. Right. The, the guy that really hooked me up with the flight controller um, said I could get e- even even these motors. And this is this is the motor. Mm-hmm. Um, but he told me that, that even these motors could be uh, ordered with uh, backwards threads on them. Mm-hmm. 
Of course, knowing my luck, um, trying to figure it out, I'd have them all backwards, so I'd lose <laughs> all. I'd have them all six go in the wrong direction, and I'd lose the nuts. Uh, sounds about right. <laughs> well, the cool thing is that the um, the software for MultiWii, which works with pretty much all of these, you hook it up with no props on it, and you turn it on, it will actually show you on a picture exactly which ones are going clockwise, which ones are going counter counterclockwise, what the orientation <laughs> is. It's that's. I almost have had more fun. Messing around with the software sometimes. <laughs> Sitting here, oh, cool, look, it shows it tipping sideways. Oh, cool, and it actually does, like, on the graphics. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I do have mine hooked up. We'll run, I'm, I'm using a different, of course, you know, this guy sent me a different piece of software, but mm -hmm. um, we'll run that here in a little bit and kind of show um, the heads-up displays and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Let me, let me ask you a couple questions. So for the average guy getting into this, mm -hmm. uh, you know, this, because these are, I mean, these are really cool. What have you guys learned? What kind of advice would you pass on? So somebody's looking at these. It's somewhere between, you know, three hundred or let's say two hundred and five hundred bucks for these, right? Sure. Plus your plus repair parts. Yeah. Uh, Start with like the little thirty dollar one that you buy that you can fly inside. <laughs> and it's about this big. Just start with one of those because they the flying is the principles are the same, but they're way cheaper. And when you break it, you aren't so sad. And I actually did that backwards. I bought the expensive one, then bought the $40 one, and played with it until it broke, and then flew my other one and was way better at flying it. So that's one recommendation for what, sure. What are the names? Uh, John, what's the name of those, the, the cheap um, ones? Let me look. I just bought one. So let me look at my Amazon history. I bought one not too long ago. I can't remember. Yeah, there's there's a company that makes a decent one of those. Um, I've had a couple of them. I can't remember. I'll, I can find it, that's too. That's good advice, can. right? Start with some mm -hmm. training wheels and work your way up, right? Yeah, yes, for sure. Definitely. See if you and can I'm track that down. history right now. Yeah. Nice. Of course, I've I'll got like 50 pages that. of it. <laughs> I should be. Oh, here it is. So the one I got was the Sima X3, S Y M A X3, four channel, and it actually will fly outside. And my son can fly it, who's five, and he crashes it, but he can fly it. And it was. Um, let's see what I paid for it. I don't remember. It says twenty-five here on yep. twenty-five. So here twenty-five fifty. I think it's less than what I paid. I think I paid like thirty-five for Shoot, it. Shoot, I might have to try one of these. At 25 <laughs> yeah, bucks. twenty-five bucks. Now this just... one. This one here has a single motor that turns all of the props through, like, gears that kind of... And it's it's cheap, it's chintzy, and it will break. But it's 25 bucks. Right. So who cares? Yeah, you know? it cost, cost me that for, to replace a battery when I wrecked mine. Mm -hmm. And you can fly it inside, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So when it's like right now, it's raining out, and I couldn't even think about is flying. Is it raining now? Yep, I can hear it on my skylight. Oh, man. Yep. John's not far from me, so that means it's raining outside of my house, too. Yeah, Jim's in the basement, so he doesn't have to hear it. I don't even hear it. I don't even know what's going on outside. I have That's no idea. That's nice, though, come wintertime. Yeah. No, this is a good spot. I mean, it's cool in the... cool in the summer and warm in the winter, so... No, that's true. I'm, that's true. I'm all about it. So, uh, so John, uh, advice, go with an inexpensive one to learn on. Can you seriously mm -hmm. learn on those? I mean, are they yeah, good Yeah, because they fly the same. On? They still have the same controls so you get used to that at still is like when you get turned around and you turn the wrong way it goes the wrong way and you start getting used to that and that helps a lot yeah that that was one advantage playing with the cars for years helped me with is you you, you learn really quick as soon as it's coming towards you left and right change yeah <laughs> and and so you know like if you've ever played halo you can put them either <laughs> way you can have it so when you look up it goes down and vice versa or 
and it's similar. You got to get that, get your brain working that way. Yeah. It can be tough. Okay. What else? What have you learned that you would pass on to somebody thinking about doing this? You, you know, uh, if if you think you're doing it wrong, then check <laughs> with somebody and and find someone that can give you a straight answer that'll spend some time with you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the first night, if I'd have found somebody that that would have taken ten minutes to to check it with me, uh, we'd have known right away I had a bad controller, and it would have been a, a you know a quick warranty issue. Uh, I think I went through about $150 worth of repair parts mm-hmm. um, just to find out that, you know, it, it wasn't this time. <laughs> and so when you did find it was a controller, was that a warranty? Did they, they replace that under warranty? Uh, it, or did you have to buy no, it? It, was, it was too late. I, I bought it through Amazon. Um, the warranty is the same as the return policy. It's been a mess. Um, actually, to be honest with you, my plan is to order... The duplicate flight controller and uh, return mine, and uh, oh, gotcha. yeah. then see, yeah. then see if I can get a couple bucks for the replacement. At least I can right. you know get a few bucks, recover a few bucks. Because sure. I'm not trying to cheat the system. I you know it was bad from the beginning. I just right. I, I it was too late before I figured out it was truly defective. And that thing I just sent to you in the little group chat there. Yeah. Says generic MWC multi Wii SE flight controller with GPS, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's the the controller that I bought to replace mine. Oh, okay. It might even be something worth looking at, but that's sure. where you get to have the multi Wii, and it was uh, eighty four bucks. <laughs> and that, but that included the USB, the uh, the Bluetooth. The Bluetooth, you know, yeah. Yeah, like a little uh, LED that goes on it that you can get specs from, and the controller itself and the GPS. Yeah, that's cool. So that was all that stuff for, and that's about right. Yeah, I had fun with that. Yeah, mine. I've got the GPS chip with mine. Um, he mm-hmm. he actually loaned loaned me that as well. Uh, I just I I, I want to do a lot. You know, I did, <laughs> I want to learn to fly this thing before I mm-hmm. uh, I let it think for itself. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Although I'm excited to mess with the waypoints. And that's what's cool. So you get like a, yeah. a Google map, and you say, "I want it to go from here to here and stop, and then come back to here or whatever." That that sounds like fun. Exactly. Have you put a camera on yours yet, John? No, I have not. Yeah, me either. And I'm glad I haven't because I would have broke a $300 GoPro by now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't break those things. Yeah, that's true. Supposedly, uh, they're pretty tough. The uh, yeah. we we did some judging at an engineer career fair where the, the at uh, UNL, the uh, University of Nebraska at Lincoln. Oh where they were building these things to go, and the waypoints were really important. And so you could a farmer could um, they create these manual waypoints that they would set out in a field, and then they could run this this with a camera. They'd run the the uh, the copter with a camera, and it would it would know where to go, and then it would run its thing, and they would you know they would take telemetry from it and watch the cameras, and they could. Yeah get to places they couldn't get to and it was all predetermined and stuff and then it would come back and so they were working on this idea where the where the beforehand you could print the waypoints out put the waypoints around the perimeter of it and then it would it would fly to do some things to figure out where it's at and then fly a predetermined pattern to do whatever mm-hmm. you wanted to do right which was pretty cool i thought you know it was like um i was like wow that's actually you know you put a camera on that thing and if you need to monitor gigantic fields, mm-hmm. right? Send the copter out. 
right? Yes, they do. And then yeah. they get arrested for using it for commercial purposes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you can technically, I mean, that, that's what they do. And that's what they want to do with movies. That's what they want to do with a lot of, there's a lot of uses that they can find for them. A lot of realtors now are using them to show houses from a better view. Mm-hmm. There's things to use them for. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Uh, Keith, uh, yes, John, either, any other lessons learned before we kind of dive in? Uh, Keith, I know you've got some things you want to show there. Sure. Not really. It's, uh, you know, just just be patient. That's the thing is, uh, you know, the first night I got it, I, I took it out, wrecked it, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm three, four days waiting for parts before I get fired up again. So that's... Uh, it, it sounds like you almost need a training um, box, you know, that's... <laughs> About twenty by twenty, and you tie strings <laughs> onto this thing, and it's really loose. And yeah, uh, I'll find <laughs> it. I'll find it here in a bit. There's actually a guy that uh, uh, he's 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 on YouTube a lot um, with some of these copters, and he's actually built a, a trainer basically. So he he basically puts the the copter up on a uh, a tripod with a broom going down in a in a hole basically. So it's attached to this broom handle. And it can actually fly up, and it's fighting a bungee cord, but it's virtually impossible to wreck. Hmm. So I think I've seen his videos. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure you have. Uh, but you know that'd take two days to put together. And again, talking about patience is coming up with yeah. the parts to do that before you decide to just go out and put it in the yard and see if it flies. Well, that's really it, right? I mean, you get this thing, and you're like, man, I just want to get it in the air. And it sounds to me like you should do a little homework. <laughs> before you throw this thing in the air, right? Yeah. I mean, that's Agreed. what it sounds like to me. You bet. Yeah, yeah before you spend 300 bucks or lose 300 bucks, just think about it. Because that flyaway I had, it could have went into the lake. Right. That could have been it. It could have been gone. Or it could have hurt somebody. Or, yeah, it could have landed on And there was joggers on the path, like, you know, 50 oh, feet. Man. John, where were <laughs> so, we at? Uh, I want to say Zerinsky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was Zerinsky. Yep. Yep. You know? yep. yeah. And so there's that, too. It could have landed. There's a big on. lake there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could have taken a drink for sure, and you weren't getting that back. Yeah, yeah luckily it landed in the natural grasslands mm -hmm. that they have there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. We and you probably, the... could, you probably could have got busted for walking over there then. Yeah, it was, and it, there was full of spiders, which I didn't like either. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that too. There's you, a, you... We have like a spider epidemic here in Omaha this year. Oh, oh there's I've a killed lot. four in my house tonight. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there's we've a got a bunch here too. Mm-hmm. I think it was just the perfect year of moisture and, and, and cool, uh, cool. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, Keith, let's dive in a little bit. You you said you got some screenshots of some um, tools that you can use. Can you sure. throw those up on the and and can you walk through that for us? You bet. I've actually got uh, the so the the GPS and and all those things I told you about. I, I don't have GPS on this, but uh, um, let's see if I can get it up here. So this is the uh, this is the software that I've actually got my helicopter plugged in right now. Uh, I don't know if, yep, if you've got it. Yep, we can see up, it now. But, you bet. Yeah, so you you can see on the left side there's a kind of a heads up display showing the horizon, um, and it says disarmed. So that that's something that that we should mention, John. Is is these helicopters are always in? I guess you'd call it standby mode. Mm -hmm. So you have, I guess I could turn on the radio. So you actually have to arm the uh, you have to arm it. So um, even sitting idle, this thing, um, the, the, the props typically spin 
um, even though it's sitting on the ground, um, now I've got it armed, so if I had the battery hooked up to it, the, the blades would actually be spinning right now, even though it's sitting on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you idle it up to get it to fly or whatever. Um, so if it, if it turns upside down or you ignore it for a certain point, it actually shuts the props back off. Because uh, obviously it's dangerous just leaving them spin. Because they spin fast and it hurts. They, <laughs> I've I've not been there yet. Um, <laughs> Don't. I, I, I'm sure I will. But uh, yeah, I had to unplug my battery because I couldn't get it to turn off with the thing. Oh, and no. Cut my. It didn't hurt. I didn't cut myself, but it didn't feel good. Oh, I bet. Um, and then you can see down below it shows the altitude. Um, and it's pretty accurate. I've got it sitting on a toolbox, so it's actually sitting. Uh, eight or ten inches off the ground. Um, so you know, figure it in metric system. It's showing 0.4 meters. Um, that's pretty accurate for uh, you know a, the, the the size of that circuit board. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you look at the horizon, I'm going to tip the nose of it up. I'm actually moving the helicopter around, and and I mean it's it's showing exactly where this thing is pointing. It's it's an amazing technology for such a tiny circuit board. And what's even crazier is that all of the stuff that does this, at least originally, was literally hacked out of a Wii controller. That's why they call it a multi-Wii. <laughs> the the, the accelerometers and, and all the stuff that's in those nunchucks for the Wiis, that's what it is. Isn't oh, that crazy? That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And I see you lifted it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I got it. You know, I got four feet high right now, probably. So it's you know, that's pretty yeah. accurate for sitting in my living room. You know, and again, that the sensor—I don't know how big the sensor is. It's microscopic. You know, yeah, yeah. It's the barometer is what that one is. Yeah, the barometer is like the size of the tip of a Q-tip or something. It's it's amazingly tiny on the on that circuit board. Lopta is asking, does it have an accelerometer? It does. Mm-hmm. It's It's got an accelerometer, a barometer, a compass, a gyroscope. I think that's it. Hold on one sec. Keep talking. Sorry. Is, is yeah, that, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. And then the more money you spend, the more parts they might, or the more sensors they might have. I think that multi-Wii one I have, actually it'll say on the little thing. Let me look here. Um but you can go ahead while I look that. Okay. Up. Yeah. No problem. So yeah, this is kind of showing all the flight data. Um, I guess I could expand it a little bit and make it a little larger. Uh, at the very top, you can see the compass. Um, I mean, it's it's amazingly accurate. I can set it right at north, and uh, you know, when you first get it, you have to calibrate everything. Uh, we were when we first when I first got this flight controller, uh, it came from a gentleman in South Texas. Uh, when I first got the flight controller, we were having problems with the compass. It wasn't it wasn't accurate. For some reason, we could never get it calibrated right. And it basically works the same as your uh, the compass on your phone. When you you know every once in a while, you have to spin your phone around and flip it upside down and do yep. all that. Um, this this compass works the same way. We finally yep. figured out that that we had to set my uh, my the coordinates for Denver different than South Texas. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You, you actually, actually had to set your my my true GPS uh, latitude and longitude and it as soon as we did that the compass was exactly right on. Yeah, that makes sense. And I've had similar issues with mine. 
and you end up having to recalibrate it where you have to like spin it around slowly <laughs> and then turn it over and it will it recalibrates you have to put it in recalibrate mode and then do all that stuff that's right so yeah, let's see I have the features and it says um, a six axis gyro which is the accelerometer okay. that's right that is the motion and then it has a three axis magnet magnetometer yep um, and a altimeter which is actually a barometer, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. And then, and then, oh, and then micro USB. Um, and I think that's the general parts. Yeah. Sounds and, right. Yep. And using this piece of software, um, I've not set the GPS up for my location. It's actually uh, um, still set for uh, where this came from. But you can see it shows distance to home. It actually shows how many meters it is from where I've told it this thing that, that the home location is. Mm -hmm. And this is the software, like you mentioned, John, you can set the, the waypoints and all that stuff. It's, uh, yep. it's just incredible. And you got your Google Maps. And so then yep. you can avoid trees and stuff like that, or buildings, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to go smacking into a tree if you don't tell it to avoid it. Exactly. <laughs> and I've had that happen. It smacked into a tree in front of my house. And tumbled down on top of my van and put a nice scratch on the top of it. My wife was not happy about oh, that. Ouch! Man, oh, these man. things sound like they're. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're not, you guys aren't selling us on this stuff. <laughs> we're we're warning you. We're not <laughs> it's yeah. it's not a it's not for the weak of heart. Yeah, exactly. Um, so radio calibration. Um, I've got my radio on, um, so you can actually see. I think. There we go. So you can see as I adjust the throw. I have a um, crying baby. I'll be back. All right, okay, John. Yeah. Just mute, John. So you can see I'm adjusting the, the throttle up and down. I don't know how clear that shows on the screen. Um, and then the yaw left and right. I mean, you, you, you totally calibrate these things uh, with the computer, give it all the parameters and, and uh, all the extremities of, of how your control works uh, before you take it out. So uh, if you program it to a new radio or something, you can totally calibrate it you know, down to just pinpoint controls. Yeah. Keith, I don't understand. Okay, so you've you got your PC and you've got that control to Horizon and stuff and you were showing it. Right. Is that just for calibration purposes? You're not looking at that while you're trying to fly this thing. Right? No, that's correct. It's it's okay. it's hardwired into the into the controller uh, just through a USB. It's got a micro USB on board, um, so that's just for calibration before you go outside. Okay. So you you would you would pick up the the device, move it around. That's make right. Sure it's calibrated properly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. That way you don't crash it when you take it outside. <laughs> Very good, right? Because without calibration, it's just going to drive itself right into the ground. Right, exactly. What are we looking at now? Uh, so this is another map. Um, you can actually set a flight plan, um, and this is not, again, this is not where I'm at, but you can actually set waypoints. Um, this, this, critically, you can set the altitude. Um, so if you wanted to go to this point, this position two, um, you can actually, uh, you know, delete these waypoints. You can tell it to sit there for a certain amount of time. Um, you can have it go to that waypoint and, uh, you know, rotate 360 degrees, um, which for playing with a helicopter is kind of silly, but if you think about actually filming, um, you know, how handy that could be to, 
to, to take it to a certain point, like, like you guys were talking about with farming or something like that. So you could take it to, you know, your extents. You, you have it go down one. If you want to inspect your fences, you can actually, you know, draw a line for your, your entire fence line and, uh, you know, have it go from waypoint two to waypoint three, voice, you know, facing directly south. Um, when it gets to three, you want to rotate 90 degrees, you know, to go, uh, to, go to the east to follow that fence line to waypoint four. Um, you know, or if, or if you're filming a crowd or something, you can tell it to, to rotate 360 degrees or whatever. Right. Um, there's also ways to control the, I, I, you know, it takes more channels, more, more, more things to do, but you could actually control the camera independently from the, from the device as well. Yeah, it's it. Uh, you can in that way you could have it going a, a path and then turning the camera to kind of pan as you're. You get some really interesting right. shots that way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, you know, up above, you can you know, picture. You know, I I, I see Dave using this at uh, his football games here in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just uh, it's it'll be interesting. You know, I know I you know what's going to happen when we got all these things flying in the air. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's it's going to be a problem for sure. It's uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with just, with just a, a a few of us morons out there, it's it's not too big of a deal. <laughs> not at the moment, it's not. No, but but and I think, you know, uh, one of the things the university systems have been working on with these two are mm-hmm. communication between drones or between copters, so that right, yeah, presence is known, so everyone knows where they're going, and so especially if you think about how handy these could be for search and rescue. Oh, so, oh, that's that'd be powerful, right? I mean, you could run these things out instead of sending people out or planes. Right, you could sure. send these out with cameras and then run them in a search pattern. Right, and and, um, and, yeah. and I don't I don't know if GoPros got it, but you know, there's there's infrared cameras out there, not much bigger than a GoPro, that you could do the exact same thing with. So yeah, yeah, and and just start you know start a search pattern define the boundaries and say okay you guys go um, you know you guys go out and cover this area and they start determining what the optimal you know what the optimal search patterns are yeah, based for sure. on how many they have and you know i've even watched them do it where they they would have seven in an area and they would need to peel three off to another wow. search area and so yeah. three would leave the group and the group would reposition itself okay it's, i'm only four now so how do we reposition ourselves for the optimal search pattern and then keep going? Sure. And of course, the they're not covering as much space, and so they would need to loop back on themselves. They keep track of what they've seen and where they've gone and those kinds of things. Wow. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, that's crazy. It's... Yeah, very interesting. And most of that's all simulated. You know, they don't they don't really have devices out there doing that in a lot of sure. cases. They're simulating it. And but they're, they're trying to write the software to help this these swarming patterns. Right, no, and the, yeah, the technology's there between, you know, it wouldn't take much. This is just a, this is just a, a toy, basically. But yeah, you could, you could truly have this stuff uh, communicating with each other, and and I don't know, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's some of the stuff they're thinking about doing with them. So yeah, very, very cool. Anything else on the screen you want to show us? I don't think so. That's that's okay. kind of the the extent of it. Uh, again, there's yeah. there's a lot of things you can you can configure and 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 change around. Um, with, with a GPS, actually, with what I have now, um, I can lift it up to a certain point. Uh, it doesn't work very well under under ten or fifteen feet. 
Um, but if I get up to like 30 feet, I can I can flip one of my switches, and that and you can control what all your switches do. Um, but you know, one of the switches I can set is to to hold it at a, a certain altitude, and basically all I have to do is fly it around, and it will not change the altitude. So you know, you can really you know if you're doing some filming or something, you can see. Um, Different different switches here. Um, like this is just for set for stable stabilize and altitude hold. That's the only two settings I have on this device. But you know, if I if I put it on altitude hold, it'll actually stay at a certain position. And you know, if you know it's not going to drop on you, you can truly focus on you know your camera angles and you know just flying the flying the unit around to different positions without you know your your left hand just trying to keep the thing at a certain mm -hmm. altitude. Mm -hmm. Um, with, do you with have it, the controller there? I do. I've got it in front of me. Can you can you flip over and show us the controller? Sure. Sorry, I interrupted you. There. No, you're good. Uh, got to figure it out. Over left exactly. I've, you left, know, I've got left hand side there. I've, it'll be yeah. the green. Yeah, I've got it'll like be, 45 windows open. Yes, here. it happens. <laughs> it'll be the green. Uh, you need to turn off the screen sharing on the Hangout. Right there's it's red actually on this one. Red? Yeah, the green is just the chat. So. Oh, there you go. So here's the radio and no antennas anymore. They've they've finally figured out you know cell phones can reach dozens of miles, Wi-Fi can go all that distance. They finally incorporated the antennas just inside. So um, you know this is looking at it backwards. This is the throttle. It's just like your RC car basically. So your throttle up and down. Um, this actually rotates the helicopter, um, you know, if in a level position. This just ro rotates the helicopter, and then this is forward, backwards, right or left or left or right. I'm not sure which it is. Um, this is uh, initial settings. You really don't want to mess with these afterwards. Um, so there's one that that controls like the throttle reversing. Um, Think about your old RC helicopters or airplanes. Sometimes you have the servo one direction, sometimes it's the other direction. So, you know, if, if this is throttled down and this is throttled up, um, you just reverse the servo switch, and that, that recalibrates that for you. Um, and then these there's two switches. So this is a six-channel radio. Each one of these is two channels. So this left and right is one servo. Up and down is another servo. So you've got two and then four, and then the other two switches. Uh, I don't know if you remember earlier. I switched it from you know uh, altitude hold to stabilize. That the switch does that, and then there's one more switch here that that could do some other things. It could turn on and off the GPS. It could turn on and off the camera. Um, so it's basically an extra what they call a channel um, that you could do random things with. Oh, look at the picture. John's back. <laughs> I should tell him uh, that uh, child taking care of children take pr uh, priority over uh, podcasting, so he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to come back on here at all. Oh, that's awesome. To. Yeah, it's no. fun. That's fun. That's it's great. Fun job. To, w one of the things, uh, one of the hazards of trying to podcast with a family, and so <laughs> it's. Uh, not unprecedented. We've seen kids show up before in the yeah. past. <laughs> uh, here. This is doing. little Vera, and she's hey. drinking. All right. This is the one making the noise, huh? Yep, yep. Yeah. Did, was I not muted? 
No, you're fine. I just knew oh, that I wasn't, you wouldn't oh, okay. have moved and and left. Yeah. She, right? She was making noise. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's impossible to tell when they're this age, but she was wearing pink pants, so that's yeah, it's a, a good, good clue. I just want to make sure. It's always good to ask. <laughs> Awesome. Congratulations, John. That's great. Oh, thank you. Yep, this is number three and number last. Wow. <laughs> they're awesome, but they're a lot of work. They are. <laughs> what? How, how old are your other two? The other two, my other daughter is two, a little over two, and then my son is five. And they're excited because in less than two weeks we'll be in Disney World. <laughs> oh, very nice. So, yeah, yeah. Very cool. We're getting excited about that. Very nice. I know I have a light right behind me. I can see it, like, reflecting. Maybe this one. Yeah. A little, right. or make it worse. You, you, so you're going to multitask, a little dad yep. work, a little podcasting. Sure. Very My nice. wife will be here in like five minutes, and then she can take the baby. <laughs> so she's out on Thursday nights? She's in school. Oh, she's okay. getting her master's in theater right oh, now. Wow. At, at Iowa Western or where? No, at UNO. UNO. At UNO. I didn't know they had a, a theater program there. Yeah, they have a really good one. She's an adjunct there and everything, so... Very nice. But now she's directing a play, so Thursday nights is just the start of this. It will start being like every night in yeah. <laughs> about two weeks after we get back from Disney, it's on. So she has to be gone every night to direct. It'll be fun. Mr. Mom, you yep. fill it in. I'm gonna That's, figure it out. Well, it's not this not your, not your first rodeo, so they no, they no. get uh, they get a lot easier. Yeah, they do. They get a lot easier. Keith, let's wrap up the the copter. Anything else you want to throw in there, John? Anything yeah. else you want to throw in before we? No, he had a great uh, little setup. Well, everything he was saying there was perfect. It was just perfect. I so, uh, and he had a good description of everything. And I actually have the same controller. So okay. mine is the exact same one. Nice. I got I got some grief from the experts for using this. They're like, oh, that's the, that's the junk one that comes with it. You really want the six hundred dollar one? Sure, of like, course. Yeah, you do. I'm sure, but. <laughs> You're like I gotta make this look. I just gotta make this work. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Can you? I'm already in the doghouse because it's cost oh. me twice as much as the thing originally cost. Yeah, right. And yep. then, uh, yeah, it's well, but okay. Let's let's put this in perspective, right? If you most of us are computer guys, and most of us have home servers that we, <laughs> we yeah. may not really need. Exactly. And so you're going to drop four to six bills. Not everybody, but most of us have probably dropped four to six, maybe eight to 12 bills <laughs> on some of those, as I see Keith cringe <laughs> on some of that. If you're a podcaster, I, I got to buy podcasting equipment to make this work. It's not cheap to replace microphones and arms. We were talking about that earlier before you came on, John. You know, you got yep. to get some equipment. So, you know, if you golf, got to buy clubs. Yeah. If you ski, I mean, hey, mm -hmm. you just, a copter is a ski pass, right? right. At, yeah, there was actually a, a, like a perfect article about this in New York Times, I want to say, yesterday. That was like a, an op-ed type piece. And the guy talked about how the, the patriarchal male adult grown-up is no longer... And and it was great. And he's basically never really was, but you know, the guy who hunts and fishes and is a father, you know, that's doesn't really exist. Now we all like to play with toys and, and you know, watch cartoons. I know I do. I still watch cartoons. And I I just watched uh, what was that? Guardians Re Return of the Guardians or whatever with the my Guardians kids. Guardians of the Galaxy? No, the oh. the it's like an animated one and it's like Santa Claus and the Easter bunny and they all like <laughs> save the earth from the the boogie monster or something. It was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. So, <laughs> well, certainly uh, gadgets. This is the era of gadgets, right? right? Mm -hmm. We're we're, and this is why this is home gadget geeks, right? Because we're mm -hmm. 
in that, uh, you know, the last decade, I think, was all about PCs and hardware and smartphones. And those are now just kind of commodity items. We just assume we have those. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. And, oh, Keith, good. Um, you, you answered <laughs> that. Uh, they had asked earlier, how long do these batteries last? I assume you can get extra battery packs for them. That might last yep. a little bit longer. Uh, I I don't think so. The the problem is to get to get a more milliamp type battery is is more weight and uh, yeah it's you, you're really stuck with these. I'm okay. I'm sure the professional stuff you can you can get something, but yeah. uh, not yeah. for these toys. Yeah, about 20 minutes. If you want to go for a long distance or for a long time, you need a fixed wing, and then that's a whole other. Yeah, then you could go miles, but that's a whole other spectrum. Why, why does the fixed wing? Is it more efficient? Yeah, well, it's like a, it's an airplane. Okay. Right? Oh, I see what so you're it's saying. A like a motor, like a and it can hold a lot more weight. Like a drone. Like a yeah. real drone, yeah. exactly. Right. And you yeah. could, you can do that. It's it's a doable thing, and people do it. But yeah, you know, more money and a lot more skill, and and all usually they're governments. Right. Yeah. <laughs> governments <laughs> or big organizations. Yep. So, John, are you using full, fourteen volt batteries as well? I. I want to say yes, it's 14 volts. Okay. No, no, they're the 12 volt ones for mine. So, so yours are two or three cell? Three cell. Three cell, three okay. Cell. Mm -hmm. my, mine uses four cells, so mm -hmm. um, it's a little more expensive battery, um, probably weighs a little more, but mm -hmm. I'm running 50% I'm running more, yeah. spending 50% more, more motors too, so. Yeah, well, and that's the thing that I always say to people. They're like, oh, it lasts 15 minutes. You know, well, a radio control car probably has one motor, maybe two. Right. I don't know. You know, I mean, and that might run for half an hour. Right, and, and, you, and you run it till it yeah. stops, where these, you, yeah. uh, you you really want to bring it home before it stops. Yeah. Before you it do, just or else drops it out of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> and it does. It will and does. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Yep. So 15 minutes is about what you're going to get. Even if you spend $2,500 on the top of the line Phantom 2 Vision Plus that has all these fancy gadgets, you're still looking at maybe 20 minutes at peak. Wow. So, yeah. so short time span. Uh, by the way, John, Drashness says Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians, that's exactly right. Nice. It was actually he's, a very entertaining movie. It was pretty cool. And Santa Claus was actually like a total... like. He was like this big Russian guy with tattoos. It was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And the bunny was Australian. It, it was it was a pretty funny movie. About the only show I'm catching these days is is um, this old house. Still watch it. That's the <laughs> oh. one. That's the one show I have time for. Oh, that's funny. And, uh, that's that's, that's that's kind of what I watch. This old house. And I always want to go when I, after I'm done watching. I always want to go fix something. <laughs> come to my house. Hey, come by anytime, Jim. Yeah, I got plenty of projects here. I mean, oh look, there's God. a wall right there with no drywall on it. Yep. So, you know, I got uh, good at drywall. I remodeled three rooms. The first one, it looks horrid. The other two are so great. I can't believe it. I'm like, this looks like a professional did it. So you can do it. It can get, get better. better at it. I just yeah. don't want to do three rooms to get better no. at it. So. It took me a long time. Yeah. Well, let me uh, let me at least bring this recorded part in for landing. I try to keep him an hour twenty minutes, and we're we're almost there. So let me guys hang tight for a second. Let me wrap up some stuff, and uh, well, let me bring up. Uh, we have got some cool stuff going on here uh, on the network, and let me just tell you, besides the meetup and home server show and Surface Geeks and and some of the podcasts that are going on on the Geeks Network. Just right here on Home Gadget Geeks. Well, let's just say on the Average Guy Network, we've got Cyber Frontiers going on now, which 
we've got every two weeks. And so if you were wondering, hey, where are we going with that? Uh, Christian and Ashton, Ashton Webster now, uh, co-host of That with Christian. Same class, uh, same age, equally as smart. See how I don't I didn't play favorites there? Did you see how that worked? Equally as smart. And uh, they are uh, that we're doing this every other Monday night. And so if you want to get subscribed to that, that's really we'll do it live on Monday nights. But I know um, and Ken asked, are there, is, are there still new episodes of that? I'm assuming he's he's uh, talking about um, Cyber Frontiers. Yeah, we just did one last week. So if you haven't, if you listen to him uh, maybe a month ago or two months ago and you haven't come back because it took us a while to get in rhythm, we're back in rhythm every other week on Cyber Frontiers. And uh, that's going to get really, really interesting. You're going to want, if you're a nerd and a security nerd, John, we're going to have to get you on there. So we're going to get you back. I know you're a busy guy, so we'll we'll respect that throughout the fall here. Monday nights are better, though. Okay. So me... Well, we'll yeah, we'll work on getting you back on. Those two guys are trying to get their feet, get their bearing, and uh, and so we'll get them on there. But we've got uh, we have that coming up, and so check the. Um, check the schedule. I actually have a schedule on the website now as well. If you want to head out and um, go to the right-hand column, there's lots of tools besides signing up and subscribing for the show in that way or subscribing for the newsletter. We have a brand new calendar that's out there if you want to go out and take a look and see what's coming up uh, as far as shows that's going on. I keep it about oh, a week or two out, so it's not way out, but... Uh, a good, way, a good way for you to keep up on what's going on. We've got some interesting stuff coming up just over the next two months. And uh, we've got the guys from ATSY, A-D-S-Y coming on. They're the ones that make that kind of mobile uh, that mobile app that you can create without having to go and use Google, the Google, you know, the, the Play Store or have it go through the, the Apple Store. And you can create your own mobile app. And they got some interesting things going on with that. So we're going to check that out. Small little company, just two guys. Uh, both in Europe, and they're going to stay up super late uh, or early, depending on how you think about it, to be able to talk to us. That's coming up uh, on the 25th, so that is in two weeks. No show next week, by the way. If you're if you're listening, no show. I will be uh, out of commission next week, and so nothing all week. I'll be out. And then um, uh, we've got Addie coming on, and we have not had a female host in a long time here on Home Gadget Geeks. And so Addie will be on to talk to us about some uh, video surveillance. And she's, she just put in some – she's uh, one of the gals I met through actually uh, Ask the Podcast Coach, and I asked her if she'd come on and talk about the tech around video surveillance. And so she's going to come on if you want to do that. Uh, the guys from Uptime Robot are going to be on, which if you use Uptime Robot to measure the uptime of your website, we've talked about that before. Just go to UptimeRobot.com if you want to check it out in advance. He is actually in – uh, Istanbul. Wow. And so we're going to broadcast him live from Istanbul, which would be kind of cool. I've never, never, never done it, you know, never interviewed anybody from, from that area of the world. So um, uh, Umit will be coming in and uh, talking to us. And then one in October, I'm looking forward to Rich Hay, Dave McCabe. Dave McCabe's coming on Home Gadget Geeks. So I got nice. Dave coming over. Yeah, pretty excited about that. He's always been booked you know, and busy. And, uh, and so I got Rich Hay. I asked, Rich is going to come and kind of give us a Windows update. So if it's been a while, you know, there's a lot going on. And of course, Rich is everything Windows. And so Rich is going to come on and talk about that. And uh, so we're pretty excited about that. The other one I just will bring attention to the week before Thanksgiving, we're going to have Ryan Parker back and we're going to talk about Thanksgiving tech. So if you're in the United States and you celebrate Thanksgiving, that fourth Thursday in 
uh, November. And who doesn't? Who Even if you're in Canada, you should celebrate with us. It's another <laughs> holiday, right? You should just take it. The Australians, they take like, I think they have 39 holidays, Keith. Yeah, I, I I'm agree. pretty sure. Totally. I'm pretty sure. They probably celebrate yeah. all of theirs and all of ours <laughs> and some from the UK. They, they, they do them all. But uh, Ryan Parker's coming back to talk about some food tech, and so we're excited nice. about that. So you'll want to stay up with what's going on here uh, on Home Gadget Geeks. It's picking up speed. I've been uh, reaching out both community podcasts as well as interviews, and so you'll want to stay up to date with all the stuff that's going on here. And then uh, remind you to sign up for the newsletter. Don't forget about the meetup. Don't forget about the, the new Canada Amazon affiliate link with the Amazon CA. And then one more reminder that I am on Ask the, the Podcast Coach on Saturday mornings at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. A fun little podcast that we do, 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern. I just have a blast doing it. And uh, Dave Jackson is just an all-around good guy. In fact, I saw Randy out here, uh, Randy Cantrell, who joins us out there. Mike Howard joins us out there. See if there's anybody else. Ken, I think you've maybe shown up there once or twice. I've and, been uh, there. I've been there a couple times. Keith, I, I, yeah. I usually get up just in time for you guys to sign off. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, nine thirty, eight thirty for you. Right. Uh, it's not the that's not the early. I mean, that's not the latest uh, right. podcast time to do it. But Dave and I enjoy doing that. So we get on every Saturday morning to talk podcasting and uh, just fun stuff like that. So if you're a podcaster, or you want to join us, talk about it. Join us then. All right, that'll do it for the recorded version of the program. We're right at 120, and uh, you guys can hang around as long as you can, and we'll do the post-show. Remember, you don't get the post-show unless you come out to the live show, or there's something in the post-show that's really funny. Then it makes it into the live, into the recorded show. But you don't get the post-show unless you come out for the live show. We're live every Thursday except next week at uh, 8 p.m. PM Central, 9 Eastern, out at TheAverageGuy.tv live. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys.